What is the sanctuary of sweet truth? It is a beacon in a storm of anger, hate, and misinformation. Here the truth is you are free to be yourself and stand by your own moral compass. Live by it, and you can be in the Life's Hall of Fame. You can run the mile You can walk straight through hell with a smile You can be the hero You can get the gold Breaking all the records They thought never could be broke Yeah, do it for your people Do it for your pride You're never gonna know If you never even try Do it for your country Do it for your name Cause there's gonna be a day When you're standing in the Hall of Hey, this is Sugar Shane with another episode of The Sanctuary of Sweet Truth. Wanting you to remember to save a vampire and don't feed him garlic bologna. Got Billy D's with me. How you doing? I am doing fantastic. Uh, that was side of a side joke. What brought that up was uh, kind of a cordball joke. But we were at work, and of course, I sell that mess. I don't eat bologna. I probably eat four slices a year if you're lucky. Uh, not a huge fan. And I got to thinking about it. I said, man, you brought a vampire to your house. I said, this would be the way to trap him, feed him some of this garlic bologna right here. And I there said, you hey, while he's died, you wouldn't be, uh, you'd be literal when you said, there you go, die, sucker. <laughs> <laughs> the cornball shit I come up with at work. Yes, you do. How you been, man? I've been okay. Um, just before we started the show, I told you about a, a job that I, I don't discuss my customers. You know, I don't identify them, but right. I uh, did a real good recording job for somebody not too long ago. And the company that I do the broad, uh, the podcast for, they just uh, uh, we finished up one last week. And uh, there's a couple of other things uh, churning in the mills. Things, things are okay. Yeah. Good, good, good. So pay it up. I don't want to get into your whole deal, but it'd be a good job then, right? Oh, yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. I didn't want to go out like I started saying it was a pay good, but I don't want to get into that on the air. I mean, you don't need you don't need to tell all your damn money business. But uh, well, I had the uh, meeting with SKO Saturday. It was a meeting for getting everything together. You know, just making sure we're all on the same page, and hopefully by the time I by the time Thanksgiving's over with, I'll be able to go in and do some test sessions and whatnot. So uh, go in there and get, learn the equipment more or less. But uh, right. I don't think I'll have a big struggle with it because it's like you said before, most of these programs with a little bit of uh, whistles here and there, they're pretty much the damn same thing as everything else, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, I've done about, I mean, I've done Sam, I've done other programs, I use this program. So, I mean, I think once I get, you know, sit down and mess with it, you know, in about half an hour, I'll probably pretty much get the gist yeah. of it. Yeah, you'll be all right. But, it um, takes a while for, for it to become second nature, but uh, right. just functionality, you should have it down in no time at all. Exactly. I'll, I'll be honest with you. I, I know I'll be able to do it, too, because I've worked boards, but I've never worked a small one. I've always been on a big board. I'm more concerned with working that small mixer board than I am working the damn program on the computer, just to be honest. So that's more. Well, it's, it's, you shouldn't have any problem with that. No. And I do. I did like this because I didn't know this. They got it. They got Skype. And I thought at first that the only way you'd be able to call in and talk to us on the show was if you had Skype. That's not the case. That's the you way can you call the number. Yeah. yeah, that's the way you could call in. And we could have up to twenty-five people on the line. I doubt I'll ever have that many, but you could have up to that many on the line at one right. time. You know, talking back and forth, and you could have them both hold, hold a minute, and I'll be right back to you, or whatever the case may be. But 
Uh, but they could call from like my brother could call from Georgia and call in, use the phone number, and have it right on the air. Oh sure. So yeah. uh, I'm sure he might end up being a weekly caller because uh, he's nutty as I am. So it, it, I, I like it. So I well, last couple of interviews that I've done, the, the the people that I've interviewed don't want to mess with Skype, and uh, so I mean I had to use phone signals, and and, and phone signals are okay, right. but Skype Skype's a little bit fuller. It's really not a production tool either. But uh, I, I believe it works a little better. Right, right. I was just glad that I was just glad simply that now you can put on your card the phone number without putting Skype on it because I want to get some business cards made at the end of at the end of next month. Yeah, or somewhere in that month uh, of December, and uh, for the show itself. And oh, okay. I'm glad I'm glad I can just actually put the phone number that they can call. And be on there and everything, and it, and it and it still just calls straight in. So, uh, so we're just, I'm excited about it. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, they got, uh, I think we got some good things going there. Um, cool. I've heard some other internet stations that have taken off, and it was just a, you know it's a hard thing to get started. Yeah. But but I think they got the right mojo going. As long as we can keep that same momentum going, and uh, so. Well, did you hear about Sergeant Logan Melgar, the newest uh, investigation involving his death, the one that was strangled? No, I have not. What's the latest there? Uh, They are saying that the Navy SEALs that are being charged with his death tried bribing him for money that they had received from informants. Oh, And he turned it down, and then after he turned it down, later, he was strangled. So they're believing that he was killed. To keep to, to hopefully you know keep silent him silent nothing ever be found right, out right right so uh, they're still investigating that so there's nothing concrete on that yet but uh, we'll see wow be interesting to find out yeah uh, I will see what you think on this I found a comment on this today do you think that Joe Biden would be a good move for the Democrats? No, I do not. I, 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 I personally like him at hand. Um, and how, how can you not uh, have some empathy for oh, him yeah, with his yeah. son, you know, um, and the tragedies that he's been through his whole life? Um, and I, and he, he's a lot like Bernie Sanders, whether you agree with him or not. I, I, I believe that he believes what he is saying. Right. You know what I mean? Um, uh, he's he's a true to his principles, and he doesn't say what is expedient at the moment. Uh, he has a long history championing um, the causes that he's behind. Now, with that being said, uh, good man, if, um, if if the Democrats have any chance, and I and I always preface this by saying I am I'm, I'm I don't have a partisan affiliation. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I, when I talk about advice for the Republicans, I speak to them as if I was being paid to advise them. And what I'm about to say now, I would say if uh, if the Democrats hired me as a, as a, as a marketing consultant, um, one of the things that I would say is good or bad, he represents the Democratic Party that everyone is familiar with. He's from Barack Obama. He is from that Hillary clan. He is he is from that whole thing. And I really feel that if the Democrats want to win, 
they are going to have to uh, have a new strategy and some new faces in there. Um, that's not to say that he would be a bad candidate. No, I don't think he'd be a bad candidate. No, I, for what the Democrats like and their talking points and everything, he fits right in with it all. And he is very well loved. Um, he probably would have beaten him. I, I, I would say he his his last time his last two raw was this last time around. Right. Um, if he was going to run, he shouldn't have done, done it then. But of course, he 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 was recovering from the grief of his son dying, and it just wasn't a good time for him. Yeah. But um, uh, that and he's he's going to be at the age too. And I hear again, I I, I don't you know I I kind of give people a lot of leeway when it comes to age. I mean, uh, Ronald Reagan was was an older president and and was very successful uh but by the time biden would be running he would be you know pushing 80 right and i don't know if he'd be 77 that was one of my concerns yeah and then you know so then you know that but that's just i don't know um all things considered the grind of a campaign like he should have ran in 2016 i believe he would have beat i would i believe he would have beaten uh there's a good chance I think he might have taken the nomination away from Clinton, and I, I think there would have been a much better chance that he would have beaten Trump. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I like that. I'm, I'm pretty much right there on the same page as you. I like the guy. I don't really have nothing against the fellow. Uh, but I don't know who the Democrats' answer is, I'll be honest with you. I really don't know. Now, they're going to have to come up with something. Um, I, this this last time around, uh, last week, they had some good elections with local elections and things. And the idea that Trump is bad will work on, on that level, and it, it might very well help them in 2018. Unless the Republicans do something, I have a feeling they're going to they're get their asses kicked in 2018. Oh, I think so, too, yeah. But with that being said, uh, in a presidential race— you have to have a better message. Once things can come down to the nitty gritty and the entire country is paying attention to what you're doing, you're going to have to have a better message than Trump is bad. I hope they don't get to, I hope they're not stupid enough to pick Hillary again. I would hope not. God, I don't it's know if I could. I don't know. If, time for Hillary to go away. I, I, I think yeah. the Democrats could handle uh, a Joe Biden nomination. Another Hillary nomination will kill them. Yeah, I mean, I hope they're not that stupid, because I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know if I can sit through any more of them damn campaigns. Good God. Because you know it'd just be the same thing working all over again. Yeah. But, uh, Pope Francis. Yeah. He has called <laughs> for denuclearization. Uh-huh. I don't know if you've heard about that. I'm sure he has. Yeah, uh, I think that's a long shot. I mean, it's nice to have those hopes. It's nice to have, you know, if you want to shoot up a prayer, him being supposedly whatever, God's right-hand man, he might really want to get to work on his knees because I doubt that's ever going to happen. No. And And it would be a very dangerous thing to do. Yeah. Because you wouldn't know who was and who wouldn't. Just for us to sign a paper and say, okay, we're just going to put all... I mean, could you imagine North Korea right now just saying, okay, you win, we're going to put all our nukes up. We're not going to mess with nuclear weapons anymore. Would you buy it? Nope. Okay. And, here, and here's the thing. Uh, it, this is one of those things where it sounds very sweet. Yeah. Oh, why, why do we need nuclear? 
oh, why can't we just all live in peace and harmony? And the, the fact of the matter is, is that there's always going to be bad people in this world. And, that, and that's something that people just cannot understand. Right. I, I don't care what side of the gun control issue you're on. I could go on down the list. But the fact of the matter is, is that all, all sides of those arguments forget the fundamental fact that there are going to be bad people in this world. Yeah. And as it is, as, as lofty as it, it may sound, as whimsical as it may sound, have Russia and the United States agree that they're not going to use nuclear weapons anymore? Somebody somewhere, some, somewhere along the line. And, and you got to keep in mind that nuclear technology is not what it was in 1950. Okay, this isn't space age technology anymore. Okay, uh, a lot of dirt bags around the world with very little resources can get their hands on them. Yeah, it don't take nothing nowadays. And all it takes is one. All it takes is one. And who's going to be the boss of the world? Right. It's that simple. And um, I don't have the exact quote uh, in front of me, but somebody once said that we should be very thankful for good and fine men who are very skilled at killing. <laughs> okay. Right. Got to make sure the good people have them. It's that simple. Yeah, I agree. I mean, yeah, I, I mean, I wish it would be, a, you know, and the fact of the matter is, yes, that would probably help promote world peace. But let's just face the facts, people. Let's get down to the nitty gritty. There is a snowball's chance in hell that any of our generations, any time soon, if ever, Will ever see world peace? Yeah, because the fact of the matter is, like Billy said, there's always going to be evil people. There are people out there that are against world peace. Oh, absolutely! They're all for world peace as long as they're the king of the world. Right, right. <laughs> as long as they're the ones that control and telling everybody yeah. else what to do. Yeah. So. And, and this is kind of a sidebar to this. I would say the same thing about uh, cloning and some of these other things that a lot of people have a moral objection to. Um, I really feel that one of the best ways that you can control technology such as that is learn it and understand it. That's the best way to control it. If you bury your head in the sand... And ignore these things and say that isn't moral for us to do. So, like I said, some psychopath. If the Nazis had the technology that we do today in terms of cloning, you know, damn well they would have used it. As a matter of fact, we confiscated a lot of that stuff that they that they researched. A lot of that is still classified to this day. Right. And uh, I would really, how, how would you feel to turn on? Uh, See, and this isn't that far-fetched. What I'm about to say is not as far-fetched as it sounds. How would you like to turn on the uh, the news someday and then flash on that the uh, the FBI and the CIA feel that there are terrorist cells within the United States, and some of these terrorists may not be completely human? Oh, that's not far-fetched at all. That 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 could, and, and that is what they're going for. No, that, that is what a maniac would go for. That is what a maniac would go for. Yeah. 
And it's not that far-fetched when you consider we can clone animals. And I've been willing to bet that somebody somewhere has done it to a human being. They say it hasn't happened yet. But I I, I, I know damn well I, I would be willing to bet. I don't know it. I'd be willing to bet that somebody somewhere has at least tried it already. And uh, <laughs> Oh, yeah. I guarantee it. I guarantee and, it's been, uh, been tried. And I don't like the idea of ignoring these these things because once the cat is out of the bag, once the genie is out of the bottle, I don't know how many cliches I can come up with. You can't put it back in. Yeah. And th- that knowledge is there. And, it, and it's there to be developed, and you want it to be developed by the right people. Right. Yeah, I, don't, I wouldn't be the least bit surprised. I mean, I found, to be honest with you, I found that Hollywood science fiction books or books in general, fiction books, while they are fiction at the time they're written and while movies are fiction at the time they're made, a lot of times they're not far away from becoming reality. If you look back in the old days, Long before we ever went to the moon, long before we ever did anything like that, we had Flash Gordon on TV going out into space and doing this and doing that. We had all this stuff happening before we even orbited the Earth, before the concept ever came about. And for years, Hollywood has been making movies about clones, been making movies about robot technology. Hell, back in the 1940s or 50s or whenever the first Captain America came about, that's what he was, was just a genetic soldier. Yeah. So, usually, I mean, you look at Star Star Trek. There's a thing in Star Trek that, that they had the TV show that we use all the damn time that nobody ever thinks about. But when they did the TV show, no, it was something that had never been done. When you go into a door and you walk up to it, it opens and you go in it. We do it all the time fucking Walmart. <laughs> yeah. But it was not heard of on Star Trek back in the day. And see, a lot of things have been, I'm not saying we're, you know, anytime soon going to be going through the, you know, space and saying, you know, beat me up Scotty or some shit. But I'm just saying that don't ever cancel everything you see on TV and read in books as, oh, man, that's some crazy shit. Couldn't never happen. Because there's a lot of people that said that 40 years ago that our ass is doing it now. A lot of people didn't think we'd be scanning our damn groceries with a barcode at the grocery store either. And hell, we're doing it now. So, that's the only thing I'm saying is usually when that happens, when you see stuff in TVs and books and stuff, not everything, but some of that stuff down the road you may that you may see in reality to some degree. Star Wars lightsabers—they're not that far-fetched. I've seen the models of them making them. They're making them in war type shit. Yeah. They, I mean, it's not identical to what's used in, in Star Wars, but very similar. Yeah. So, it can't. So, what you see, don't ever, like I said, don't ever think that it can't be done. I mean, they've been hell. I've been watching movies about cloning years ago, long before they even started cloning this goat shit and all that. So, well, we're gonna go from Pope Francis to Roy Moore. That's a big jump. <laughs> well, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Who knows? <laughs> You're talking about priests now. <laughs> yeah, I know. Tell me about it. Yeah, the ball's in your court. <laughs> I'm just kidding. 
more. I know that sounds awful, but you know it is what it is. If you got the proof, if you got evidence, so it ain't no sense of knocking. I'm not saying Pope Francis has, but there has been priests. Oh no, no, no. Yeah, I, I highly doubt that. Yeah, I do too. But I'm just saying there has been priests. So you know, oh, yeah, there's so, been a lot of them. Yeah, yeah so it is what horrible. It is. Well, any a Senator Roy Moore? I believe he's running for Senate. I don't. I don't know what his running? status. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. They're wanting him to step down. That's right from running. Yeah. Alabama. Well, now there's a new woman come out, got a new accusation against her, saying that when she was 16, I think he was 20-something, I forget exactly how old, in his 20s, he tried to rape her. Now, the party he's with, whichever party that is, I, I don't keep up with parties. The I Republican. Could, Republican, yeah. okay. The Republican people that like him are trying to defend him by saying, that either they are now or they were at that time, whatever. Sixteen was a consenting age, and there would be no, there should be no charges there. But the catchphrase there is, she tried to rape her. That ain't legal at any fucking age. No, sixteen or sixty-six. Yeah. So while they're saying, "Oh, she was sixteen in Alabama," that's all right. It ain't all right to rape her. Yeah. Dumbass. Yeah. So there's no defense there whatsoever. I think he should step down, even if he's not guilty. Let's say by some slim microfiber option or whatever degree, he isn't fucking guilty, which I think he is to some degree. That's just my personal opinion. But let's just say he didn't do any of this shit. Yeah. I, I think he should still step down. Only because the simple fact of the matter is, it's already been like, his name's already been slung through the mud. His family's been having to go through all this shit. Why just continue the persecution? I'm not sure I could handle doing, if I was innocent, I'm not sure I could quit. Because that would be exactly what your accusers wanted. True, true. I'm not sure I could do it. And I would be concerned now. I'd do some good fighting back. I'd be concerned now. I want to be very clear. I am very glad that a lot of these victims are now being taken seriously. And I'm very glad that, that, you know, women and and, and even men who are the objects of of harassment and all that uh, feel comfortable coming forward. The idea that they should be ashamed or whatever is is part of a bygone era that that should never have been allowed and we should never allow that. By the same token, in this fury that we have now, we have this meat grinder that's just running full blast. I'm really concerned that eventually somebody who is innocent is going to get snagged in the meat grinder and get ground up. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, there's been a number of people that I have a hard – I'm not even sure. I haven't heard the detail, details. George Takai, um, his name came up with one of these things. And I, I find that very hard to believe. Mm. And I, I can't say one way or the other. Of course, I have no way of knowing. But uh, I, I just people – these names are just coming out of the woodwork now. Oh, yeah, everywhere you turn. And, and uh, it, it's, you know, being accused of something like this is a lot like being accused of being a racist or what have you. No matter what you can say to exonerate yourself, 
you're always going to sound just a little bit guilty because people will always remember that you were accused. And uh, I just think that this is uh, something that we just have to be very careful of. Um, You know, and uh, uh, saying something like, if if you were accused of something and I said, well, if this is true, Sugar Shane should step down. That that's uh, that, that's like shooting you. Okay, right. <laughs> that's not a defense. Yeah, literally, if he's guilty, but people don't hear that. What they hear is, well, he should step down because the whole situation's ugly, and we just need to make it go away. That that is something that I, I, I we have to be very careful. I, I that that's my own opinion. Well, I, I have to agree with you, too, because if it's something I really believed in, I would probably stay in it, too, from my own personal view, if I was indeed innocent. But with yeah. that being said, I'd be fighting my ass off to prove my innocence. I would just be yeah. sitting there going, I didn't do it. I'm not stepping down. On to the next one. You know, yeah. no, I'm going to do it's, something. It's very hard, though. And this is where it gets tough. It's very hard to prove that you did not do something. It's very hard to prove a negative, yeah. especially when it's that far back. Like, for example, if you would, if you would say somebody accused me of saying something very bad about them yesterday and I didn't do it, I could pretty much map out my entire day and make a pretty good case for the fact that I didn't say it. But if somebody said, you know, Bill said something really horrible about me 20 years ago, how can I reconstruct that day if they know what day it happened True. and prove that I didn't say it? Yeah, I can barely remember what I had for breakfast. Yeah, and and uh, you know, these and I understand the psychology of, of a lot of these accusations and that a lot of these people are afraid to come forward. Sometimes your mind suppresses the the event and i have a lot of empathy for that and that's something that you know we have to be very considerate of as we evaluate these things overall but by the same token like i said you you, somebody's innocent until proven guilty in this country and it it seems like the accusation is enough to destroy yeah that's what they say but it's really the other way around whether you want to say it or not whenever you get accused of something and you're in the and you're the defendant the burden is on the defense really to prove their innocence? For, yeah, for criminal case, that that is true. Okay, but in terms of of the court of public opinion, if you have a high profile job, you're besmudged. No matter no matter, it don't matter if you're convicted or not. Right. Accusation alone will take you down. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like if you, if you become a famous radio star and you get accused of something like that and your sponsors start dropping off, it don't matter if you can be a, a convicted or not. Oh, no, it don't make a damn. It don't make a damn. Yeah. They'll show you the door quick. Yeah. yeah. So, and, uh, what you can't blame them. They're running a business. And if they're losing money because you're on the air, they got to do something, you know. Well, Kevin Spacey, sticking with us here, he checked <laughs> himself in to the same place that Harvey Weinstein checked himself into. Oh, uh, well, there's, there's a pair. Yeah, boy. I guess there are there two strokes in a pod right there. <laughs> but they're, uh, he went in for the same thing, claiming he's a sex addict and whatever. That's bullshit. Oh, yeah. 
I'll tell you what. Okay, it's bullshit because there's a difference between being a sex addict and and enjoying the act of sex. Now we we could get into a whole discussion of whether that's morally correct or not. Okay, right. But being a sex addict, enjoying sex, and being promiscuous is not a crime. No. Okay. Forcing not. yourself. And these guys that <laughs> these guys that force themselves on people or coerce them through sexual harassment that that has nothing to do. With being addi- addicted to sex, you can feed your, your desire for sex legally. Okay, right. you don't need to coercing people into uh, sexual acts with you, and, and that's and, and I, I always get pissed off when when people get get you know in trouble for this stuff. The first thing they say is, "Well, I have to go into rehab because I'm a sex addict." No, that has nothing to do with being a criminal. That has nothing to do with being a rapist. Right. Right. I mean, there's plenty of rapists that aren't even sex addicts. No. They get off on the power. It's the violence. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Power or some other fucked up trip. Because if they would, because the reason being, if you see most rapists, if you walked up to them and you tried to seduce them and really wanted to have real sex with them, they wouldn't want nothing to do with you. Some of them can't even do it. Yeah, exactly. Some of them, yeah. Most of them can't even get off on a normal relationship. You're right. There's a big difference. But I was doing a little research here just since we've got these sex addicts supposedly coming out of the woodwork now on what clinically they consider what could be a possible sex addict. The sex addict says there are no distinct categories, but sexual addictions can come in different forms, including addiction to pornography, prostitution, masturbation or fantasy, sadistic or masochist behavior, exhibition, voyeurism, or other excessive sexual pursuits. Now, one of the women I heard in an interview that's supposed to be a sex therapist, I believe, she said when it comes to, I couldn't imagine this, they said a person that's really a sex addict, it'll affect their lifestyle. Oh, yeah. To the point they can't even hold a job, hardly. They can't even work. Uh, they said if they go through a masturbation spell or whatever they are, they'll not try to be funny here. But they will stay in the bed for days. It can't hold out a job. Yeah. Days. Everything, everything, <laughs> everything you mentioned there. Okay, the porn, the oh yeah, masochistic stuff, all that stuff. Everything you mentioned uh, would have to qualify the prostitution. It's legal in certain areas. Right. But everything, everything you mentioned there has nothing to do with assault. Right. Okay, and then that's a, that to me is 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 a big distinction, right? Everything that you mentioned there is relatively benign in terms of as long as it's between consensual adults. Okay, when you start forcing somebody to do any one of those things, now you have an assault, right? And that's a big distinction, and I don't like these guys. And you know, I want to be very clear. I'm not soft in this issue. I, I, we have no way of knowing, but the, the fires are burning just too hot for, for Weinstein, Weinstein, or however you say his name. It looks like Kevin Spacey pretty much admitted because there's so so much evidence there. Yeah. So, yeah. C.K. Okay. Lewis came out and admitted it too. Yeah. So I mean, you know, the, the, the these uh, these guys <laughs> these guys were up to no good. 
And oh, the ones yeah. that use coercion really lose me. And who Gilbert, that's one thing. All right. But, but, when you, but when you are forcing yourself on someone, when you are putting people in a, in a situation that they do not want to be in, that's where you lose me. I, right. I do not like that. Yeah. Uh, you don't, yeah, you don't force. I mean, like I said, I mean, the, the worst, I think the worst thing that comes from a sexual addict, their worst crime, and it's not a crime. I just used to say their worst emotional thing they could do is a lot of times they'll attach themselves to someone just to get the sex. And when it's over, they leave an emotional mess along with someone else, you know. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's probably the worst thing they do. Not saying it's right, but it's not going to get you locked up. Yeah. So uh, they said that 38% of men and 45% of women with sex, addition, sex addictions have a venereal disease. This is one of the results of a bear, uh, bad behavior. Well, um, yeah, I mean, they're all over the place. Yeah, exactly. I mean, when you're a sex addict to the extreme, like really crazy, it's, it's you don't I, care. I, I, oh, yeah, you don't care. I've heard of some severe cases where people would, I, mean, I know about one where a woman was at, at the sex therapist at a counseling session. It was. I know. I went there. No, but I heard. I heard about this yeah. particular case. She started masturbating in the middle of the meet, <laughs> right there in the middle of the counseling session. Yeah. So it's that bad when you get that extreme. They said also pregnancy is another one. They said nearly seventy percent of women with sex addictions reported they'd experienced at least one unwanted pregnancy. There was no men that were pregnant. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> It's a decline in personal relationships, naturally, social and family engagement, decreased concentration and productivity at work, which is what I was saying a while ago, physical consequences like sexual dysfunction or sexually transmitted diseases. It says you could actually have problems with sexual dysfunction and still be a sex addict. So uh, anxiety and depression. And here's the key, though, that really got me. One of the things, this is how you know Kevin Spacey and these other assholes ain't legit sex addicts. Most of the time, in all cases, it says pretty much right here, it has profound psychological effects like generating feelings of shame, inadequacy, and emotional distress. They didn't have none of that shit. Mm-mm. The only thing they have is, sorry, they got caught, so I'm going to run to rehab. That's all they yeah. had. So there was no signs of all that bullshit. So... I don't, I'm like you. I don't really think there's some per se sexual addicts as are. They just get off on the trip, but they're stars. And they think, oh, they, yeah. could, and they think they could do what they want to do. So, if you are any of those things that I just mentioned, call 1 800, whatever it is, get help for sex addicts. Uh, I'm sure you can look it up on flight. <laughs> And you know what? I, I, like I always say, we have a societal problem in this country. I, it's been a recurring theme. You've probably heard me talk about on our show. We empower these dirtbags by worshiping them. Oh, yeah. Okay. They're, they're, and I, I've said this about professional athletes in the past. I'm going to say this about actors. These people pretend to be somebody else for a living. And yes, I, I, I get their talent, and some of them have, have all this skill, and they have all this charisma, and some of them are really good looking, but they're not heroes. They are not gods. No. And when we worship these bastards, 
we give them the power we think that they are. They know that they can get away with stuff because nobody wants to be the person to accuse everyone's favorite actor of trying to stick his dick in my mouth. Right. Okay? Yeah. That's the way to put it because that's the truth. And that's, that's what it is. And, okay. and, and, and the good side to what's happening right now is people aren't afraid to say it anymore. They're making these guys, uh, they're exposing these guys for what they really are. Okay? And they're nothing but dirtbags. I don't care how good they are at acting. Acting is not that important. No, it ain't important enough to where you go take somebody's abuse. It's not. And it, it, we don't need to be placing it high up on the on the ladder, you know, n- next to cancer in terms of we can fall down at these people's feet. All right. I, I can understand, you know, admiring your favorite actor, your favorite musician and all that. I, there's a lot of entertainers I would like to eat. Okay. Right. But I wouldn't build a shrine to them. No. That, that's bullshit. I love and and we, have a, we have a celebrity culture. We have a sickness in this country for celebrity. Even people who are famous for nothing but being famous, they haven't done shit in their lives. Okay? Other than being born with a famous last name and getting a reality TV show. That's all they've ever done. Oh, yeah. And we worship these people. We buy the handbags they, they buy. They t- they, we buy the perfume they tell us to buy. I could go on down the list here. And somebody who's really intelligent, somebody who's really going to teach you something that is going to make a difference in your life and a difference in this world, we don't give them the time of day. Oh, no. No. You try to let them get a reality show. It won't last a week. Nope. But you can have some bitch and her sisters, and I'm sure you know who the hell I'm talking about, have a reality show and... No big deal. Everybody, I can't. How's this motherfucker been on that long? I mean, it has been on for years. Yeah. I mean, this is straight up stupid shit. You, if you're listening to this show, please tweet us what the big fucking draw to this show. Keep it up with the fucking dumbass Kardashians is. Only Kardashians I ever kept up with was the ones on fucking Star Trek. These motherfuckers, I don't give a shit about. I couldn't tell you, I've seen like very few shows, none of the whole shows that I know of, and they're just spoiled ass bitches. Spoiled as hell. Oh, they're complaining about shit they can't get, got all this damn money, they're worried about this and that. Walking by motherfuckers hungry in the goddamn street. Fought yeah. their damn Cadillac Escalades. What is the draw to this shit? Can we not quit watching this shit so it'll go off the fucking air? Do you know if you quit watching it, they don't get no ratings, it'll go off the fucking air. I don't know about you, but I don't give two cents what what fucking Kanye West is doing. Never have, never will. He's a complete A1 fucking asshole. He proves it every time he opens his mouth. His wife, two peas in a pod. They're both perfect. That bitch thought she should get a star on the damn Hall of Fame. For what? Being a reality star? Shit. There's no talent in that. Come over here and throw your camera up. I'll put on a fucking reality show for you. Give me a star on the damn Hall of Fame. Or the Walk of Fame. 
I think the whole family's damn cuckoo. All the way from their man, daddy, woman, husband, or whatever the hell that is, all the way to the rest of the kids. And I'm not making fun of the dude because he decided to get a sex change. I think it's a little bit he's a weirdo. But I'm not making fun of him. I don't understand. I think he really has mental issues. If you sit there and watch the man talk for any length of time, you can tell. I'm not saying he's stupid. I'm just saying he's got some mental issues. I think if I was a doctor, I wouldn't have performed that damn test until I had a psych evaluation done on him. Maybe they had one. I don't fucking know. Yeah. But I've, I've watched him in interviews. He's about as scatterbrained as a goddamn I don't know what. And he's been that way for quite a while. This just this, this didn't happen. And then you got, and I don't understand what the, I just don't understand the draw. So please tweet us at uh, Sweet Truth Radio. That's Twitter. Just tell me a little line about what makes you love it so much. I think we get 280 characters now, if I'm not mistaken. So please, let us know what makes you love this fucking sack of shit show that is not worth a damn in my book. And that's my opinion. Georgia Bulldogs lost. By the way. Oh, yeah? Yeah. They <laughs> lost. But don't everybody get off thinking they can't do it. Because they could. And here's how they can mathematically get back in the playoffs. Because thankfully, the SEC has a championship that a lot of conferences don't. If they play Alabama for the SEC championship and by some chance do beat Alabama, they can't get back into the playoff spot. Or if Auburn beats Alabama this week, they'll have to play Auburn in a rematch for the SEC championship. But by winning the SEC championship, they could get back in the playoff. But the team I think you're going to have to worry about is the Miami Hurricanes. Them jokers are looking good. 49ers won, so they're no longer uh, winless. Yeah, the Browns are the only one. Browns are the only ones. Good, good, buddy. And LeBron James, for some reason, has been talking to the Knicks. And there's a lot of speculation going around about, is he trying to work a deal with them or not? I don't know what that deal is. Some people say he's just working mind tricks. He might be just working to get a bigger check. I don't know what the deal is. But uh, that's what they're saying. Uh, since uh, Phil Jackson, I believe he's no longer there anymore. Yeah. Since, since he left them, they're talking about trying to get him. I don't know if we're going to do it or not. But, uh, and Roger Goodell, uh, he's the uh, commissioner of the NFL. Right, right. Have you heard what his new contract terms are? Yeah, it's like north of $50 million, isn't it? Yeah. Something, yeah. Lifetime yeah. use of a jet and lifetime health insurance. I hope at that meeting they tell him, go fuck yourself, we'll get somebody else. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> damn, who does he think he is? Yeah, I don't know. Jesus. I can see me going into a meeting, I want $50 million, I need a lifetime contract. It would be different It would be different if, if the NFL was doing really good right now. And it's even that not. would be asking for a lot, but yeah. no, no. Shit. <clears throat> I mean, lifetime use of a jet, private jet. Jesus Christ, I never heard of such shit in all my life. And 
to let you know, it's a record year for sightings of the Loch Ness Monster this year. They just had their eighth photo taken of him. And I'm going to tell you, with all the technology they've made in cameras, that eighth photo don't look no fucking better than the ones they took years ago of that fucking monster. <laughs> so, until you can get me a picture that looks fucking presentable, don't show me shit. Oh, no Bigfoot, no fucking Loch Ness, no abdominal snowman, none of that bullshit. No aliens. I don't want to see spaceships until you get me a real up-close front picture of the fucking door. I had, I had a, a guy I used to work for, he got out of the crapper one time, and he said, oh, man, I feel, I feel a lot better. That one was a bad one. He goes, that one was a Loch Ness. Oh, God. <laughs> I said, what, what's a Loch Ness? He goes, it was above the water. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, <laughs> I usually don't even like crude humor, but that one right. I, I was. That's <laughs> all right. It's all right every now and then, as long as you don't every get crazy. Every now and then, at the end of the show, yeah. Yeah. We'll be back Monday. We're about out of time here. 